Hello everyone, I'm Larry Walsh and this is Pod 2112, the official podcast of the 2112 Group, where we talk with the industry executives and thought leaders and influencers about the trends shaping the industry and the world around us. According to a recent study by Nelson, the company famous for television ratings, the average American spends more than 11 hours per day watching, reading, listening, or simply interacting with media. If that seems like a shockingly high number, think about it a little. It's not just kids that are addicted to screen time. For adults, staring at a screen is compulsory. We spend our workday on smartphones, computers, kiosks, and smart devices. We use digital technology to access data, manage systems, analyze activity, find information, and of course, communicate. I'm old enough to remember the days when you would send an email and then call to ask the recipient if they had received it. Today it's almost silly to call a device at phones, since the last thing people want to do is talk. We'd rather send texts, tweets, and WhatsApp messages. Some people say technology and automation is robbing us of our humanity. The deeper we dive into the matrix, the less human contact we have. We're automating ourselves into a hermit existence. Not necessarily true, says our guest Liz Cope, the Director of Marketing Technology and Operations at Ingersoll Rand, and I should say, a certified geek. <laughs> yes, I am. I am very nerdy. I first met Liz at Partners in PartnerCon event when she was running channel marketing for Aero, or Ingersoll Rand's Air Diaphragm Pumps. To an introvert like me, Liz was a shooting star, an indomitable ball of energy working a room full of strangers. We got to talking, and she asked me what my opening line is. I was a little confused. Opening line? What she meant was icebreaking line. She set a challenge. We would work the room and use our best icebreakers to start a conversation with a person we'd never met before. Introverted personality be damned, I thought. I like a challenge. So we set about our game. I honestly can't remember my opening salvo. It was something to the effect of, you know, hey, what do you think of the Crimea crisis or something like that. I was trying to be different, memorable, impressive. Liz shocked me with her approach. She stuck out her hand to somebody and said, Hi, I'm Liz. What's your name? She later said the point was to be human. And that's what we're going to talk about today, being human. In her role at Ingersoll Rand, Liz Cope is doing more than marketing and marketing automation. She's exploring ways of digitizing and automating the processes of the manufacturing conglomerate so people, you know, the staff, partners, and customers have more time to be, well, human. If you can automate day-to-day processes that are an energy and time drain on top talent and allow them to have a human experience with your customers. So they're no longer being forced to spend their time in spreadsheets or um, in data entry and manual aspects of their job because we've automated that. And instead, what we've done is we've, we've taken that and we've made that in a, a um, just a, a robotic part of a, an AI, um, uh, and, and what we're letting the the marketers and our customer service and sales and all aspects of our company do is focus on the human interaction that really is warm and builds advocacy and loyalty, and it, I think it actually builds your brand. So yes, our customers are very much responding to digital. And everyone's heard the phrase, we're all consumers. And our, our engineering and manufacturing customers are no different. Technology is supposed to make our lives and our work easier. In reality, it makes it harder. Technology is complex, and as we often say here at 2112, our job is to mask complexity with simplicity. 
and we also know that the simpler we can make a process the more people will engage and that is one of the things that Liz talks about when she says her goal is to make things less complex when it comes to our customers if you think about what we're trying to do it's really reducing their complexity of doing business with us and um, making it easier to do business with us but that's just table stakes so we're not just focused on being a company that is delighting our customers in the business process we want to create an enriched experience with us a delightful experience with us um, and one that inspires loyalty and advocacy and and marketing technology digital marketing um, is cornerstone. It's key to, to doing that. Marketing and marketing automation and digital communications tools are not new. Businesses like Ingersoll Rand are awash in them. We have applications and systems that sit on shelves collecting dust. We have applications that get used once and they get you put away and you have multiple redundant copies or similar applications being used in different divisions because they're not communicating with each other. One of the things Liz discovered when she took her job was that she had to take inventory, take stock of what Ingersoll Rand has that was either acquired through typical IT channels or through shadow IT acquisition. You know, people just buying things on their credit card because they needed them right now. And this is where Liz started. My job is to optimize and scale our marketing technology stack. So I am very focused on all aspects of that right now it's, it's definitely a journey what we've what we found is as much as there's a variety over 7,000 new marketing technology tools out there for us to take advantage of we need to spend the time first optimizing what we have and part of that includes just discovering what we have and that's been uh, that's been a big priority my first few months here in the role it's been a journey to go across the organization across the enterprise discover uh, as many as we can, and we're, we still uncover more and more every day. Um, we know about all of the big ones, of course, but there's a lot of little technologies out there that are serving a specific need and a specific group with a specific customer set and problem. And we're just starting to now get a handle on all of those different ones. And so once we've done that discovery work, then we're going to take the time and see, okay, well, are there any duplication? Uh, is there any duplication? of those technologies? Are there any that can be scaled more efficiently? Are there any that can be expanded? Are there any that need to be sunsetted? And our businesses are definitely asking for that because one of the reasons that my role came into being in the first place was because we have um, marketing leaders who are focused on driving marketing results and delivering marketing-enabled revenue inside their brands, inside their businesses, they don't have time to go and assess, vet, and, and onboard new technologies to that degree. It's just incredibly time-consuming. And so my role came into play and came into being to, to basically step in and, and be that for them. The genesis for Liz's job was a recognition not of the company, but of the users the staff, the employees, and the customers 
who have to interact with systems and are constantly in need of information and resources and were looking for simpler ways. They wanted someone to come up with a means for automating the drudgery to make their lives easier. But it's more than just about making things easier. And as Liz will say, it, making things delightful. But it's also about capitalizing on the moment. People need things immediately, and they expect immediacy in their interactions with companies, with their employment, in their jobs, and their, in their acquisitions. So this was about how to make it so people could win in the moment. Our teams, our customers, our marketers, people across the company are very aware of the technologies that are available to them to make their jobs more efficient and less manual and also, by the way, more enjoyable. And, and so from that aspect, they're asking for it. But our customers are asking for it as well because they want the service now. They want the answer now. They're looking for speed and efficiency because the world is happening at the pace of now. And so because we want to meet them and help them win in the now, we have to also be exploring and staying on top of those trends and automation in particular. Whenever anyone says that they're going to digitalize a process, I kind of think of it being more removed, less human than what we have in front of us. Um, you think about it when we went from analog recordings, we had records and tapes with all the scratches and hisses on them, and then we went to CDs and digital recording. They were better but they were so much, so much too perfect. So when I ask Liz about this, she has a different perspective. She sees the digitalization of the enterprise, the automation with these tools as a means of creating more access, creating more efficiencies and creating a tighter experience for all the users inside and outside of the enterprise. What I'm feeling is a combination of automation all the way down to something as simple as a workflow that is triggered by behavior to as complex as um, our chatbots that are answering questions based on sentiment and sentence structure. Um, so it can, it can be spanning a variety of things. Some of it is also um, the digital journey that we're on also is not strictly automation, but is also enabling our customers to be more efficient with self-service. And so when you ask about some of the tools that we've looked at, we, we've got a few different platforms, SaaS platforms that we've been investigating, a few that we've rolled out uh, in some of our businesses inside of Ingersoll Rand. One uh, is a PRM, and that is a combination of automation and self-service for our marketers, our sales organization, customer service organization, and customer, where certain behaviors and certain actions deliver automated experiences based on workflows, but also our customers are able to go and access the materials that they need and consume the training, for example, consume the, the marketing or sales assets, product assets that they need um, in, a, in a way that is at their time, at their pace, and when they need it, rather than having to reach out and ask for it or having to find a, a variety of different places to go get that information. So one of the tools uh, that has been 
successful still developing, of course, you know, we're, we're only a few years into it, um, has been our PRM. But we are looking at a number of other technologies. Certainly, marketing automation plays a central role in, in our marketing stacks. And we, uh, we are very engaged in optimizing that particular platform as well. Automating marketing platforms and communications and self-service mechanisms is not a destination, it's a journey. And one of the things that Ingersoll Rand is putting into place is a process for continuous review. And it's actually really interesting to think about this. When we hear about quarterly business reviews, we think about engaging our teams and to see what's working and what's not working in terms of how they're reaching their goals and performing their tasks. In this context, Liz is setting up a system, or Ingersoll Rand is setting up this system, in which they are actually looking at ways of making their vendors, their suppliers, better to help them achieve their goals, and that by virtue of that, they will help Ingersoll achieve their goal. We actually have uh, in the plan to initiate quarterly vendor reviews, and we will be going out and conducting voice of the customer, and our customer in this case uh, my customer is the marketing function, right? So the marketing organization across Ingersoll Rand, those are my customers uh, in, a, in a large sense of the word. And we will conduct quarterly vendor reviews and we'll be asking them how it's going with those vendors. And through the process, we'll then get to a place where we will have the data that allows us to make decisions and coach our vendors either to better performance or to enhanced roadmap development or to um, uh, help them on their way out. Automating systems and making things more human can have some pretty interesting byproducts and some unintended benefits. And at Ingersoll, that happened with the deployment of a partner relationship management platform or what we call in the channel PRM. The deployment caused a enterprise-wide conversation about partnerships and what it means to work with partners. Inter integrating that and deploying that across the company is, has really led to some interesting conversations around how we measure channel performance and how we delight and engage our channel partners, how we ensure that our channel partners are utilizing and um, advocating our brand in a way that aligns to our brand promise. Um, and so, so that's actually been a very compelling technology deployment that I've liked. The big question in any IT project or any new technology adoption is, will it work? Will I get a benefit from this? Will it give me a return on my investment? And thinking about that in terms of making things more human or humanizing an enterprise through digital technology makes that question even harder to answer. And frankly, Liz admits it's still something she has to study more. I am all about measuring results and measuring performance, but how am I going to demonstrate that this increasing automation and freeing our marketers from the drudgery is going to actually demonstrate better, better results. I'll have to, to consider that. And that was probably the most human response to an ROI question I've heard in a long time.
What we can learn from Liz Cope and her marketing automation journey at Ingersoll Rand is that the job of technology, whether you're a vendor, a partner, a service provider, or a user, is to apply the digital tools to make our experiences and outcomes easier and better. And there you have it. You found another reason why being human is always better by listening to us talk about humanizing the enterprise through automation here on Pod2112. I want to thank our guest, Liz Cope of Ingersoll Rand again, and I want to thank all of you for joining us on Pod2112, a production of the 2112 Group, a business research and strategy firm. Join us again when we talk with industry executives and thought leaders and influencers about the market and the world around us. And don't miss a single episode of Pod2112. Subscribe today on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast. It's free, and as you can see, it's fun. For more information about 2112 Group services, email us at info at the2112group.com. And please don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Thanks again. I'm Larry Walsh.